0: Um, I haven't heard any smothered chickens this season. In fact, Daenerys was like trying to tee him up on a smothered chicken, and he's not doing it. I don't know why he's holding so mm-hmm. tight to those things.
1: They're, they don't just give those things out willy nilly. So.
2: <laughs> Do you think that they're like he's? This is like an artificial uh, like de- de- deflation of. Yes, you know, su- su- it's you know constraining the supply. This is like monetary he, supply. Uh, he's trying to he's policy. trying to raise the
0: value of
1: smothered the, chicken policy. Smothered chicken, yeah. Okay. We've well, seen quantitative I mean, I guess he's easing seen, of smothered chickens.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's a white paper, Colson. I'll send you this white paper about that. It's uh, <laughs> now that Jason brings it up. Uh,
1: quantitative
0: <laughs> quantitative easing of smothered chickens is a fantastic title to the show, but it's really long. <laughs> So I don't know what to do. I'll
1: try to organically put it in the next one and you can i like uh...
2: so I was quantitatively using <laughs> chicken last night. No further no follow-up questions on that.
0: <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yay.
2: Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth.
0: Whee! I'm
2: going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. we <laughs> for three!
1: That must be jerk with
3: on. That
2: train is off the
3: track. <laughs> Who doesn't love the bouncy <laughs> Hitler. Just
2: prepare to. Uh, just, yeah. So, uh, just prepare to uh, be awash and undefeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, or semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is November twentieth, twenty twenty-two, and this is episode six thirteen. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host and former season ticket holder, Joey Gafrida. This show, we're going to discuss a tragic 3-0 week for the Pacers, including games against Charlotte, Houston, and Orlando. Joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like butter toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett.
1: What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undeatables? Uh, shout out to my wife Jill, who helped coordinate an amazing birthday party for a two-year-old. Uh, there were trains and more trains and food and and uh, it, it, fewer meltdowns than we expected, uh, given the population attending. So, shout out to her and and shout out to uh, sports fans out there. World Cup started today. So, uh, even more sports to consume.
2: Yeah, drink up, uh, World Cup fans. Just not at the games, you know. Yeah. But.
0: So, real quick question: Only was, this, uh, <laughs> was this areas? Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. uh,
0: was this? Yeah, exactly. Was this for your child, or did she uh, plan this for another child? No, it was, it was for
1: our child. Yes. <laughs> Shout out, uh, Big Two O. <laughs> 2, oh, two. Yeah. Zero,
3: oh,
2: two. two? <laughs> From Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson.
0: What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Um, I'm single as a Pringle, and I'm litty as a titty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, love is
2: blind. From Boise, Idaho. It's our enforcer,
3: John Harper. Always a tough act to follow. What's going on, fellas? Uh, And I shout out this week to water. Mm. Mm. Got the better Aaron Neesmith in a post-game interview this week. (laughs) It definitely did. I thought he might have injured himself there for a second, but all is well. Uh, He was able to recover from a slip on the floor and... uh, let us know about how great this Pacers team is.
0: Yeah, we got a link to this. So uh, Hal Burton and who else was it? They just came and poured water on him and they just <laughs> slipped on the water. It was pretty great.
3: Dangerous out there.
0: <laughs>
2: really yeah, i glad he's not hurt. <laughs> yeah. He's out for the season. <laughs> I mean, that ball boy did a number on, on Miles Turner, you know. I don't
3: <laughs> put anything past anybody. They're big dudes. They're big dudes. Long way down.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the show, I would like to remind you that you can support us the longest running Pacers podcast by heading over to the Undebeatables uh, patreon.com slash Undebeatables. Uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. So, as I mentioned up at the top, this this tank is just... This tank is like shooting down enemies is what it's doing uh, I, don't <laughs> think it, I feel like someone didn't read the manual right you know so so we had a three and a week a uh, basketball here look let me set the stage for you this this is the nightmare scenario right so they put together a young team of like likable players they're playing good basketball it's fun to watch this is the worst I hate this <laughs> <sighs> You know, and, and and they, you know, they get down early in these games and then they come back and win. I don't know. This is not, this is not, this is not who we are, you know? <laughs> First game, Wednesday, November 16th at Charlotte. They beat these suckers, 125-116. <laughs> Halliburton, 22 points, 11 assists. He has just been magical to watch. He's so much fun. And uh, Miles Turner, twenty points, ten rebounds, three blocks. What a, just a just a fun, uh, what a fun team to watch. I hate this.
3: <laughs> Friday,
2: November eighteenth at the hapless Houston Rockets. They beat them ninety nine ninety one. Smith, ten points, eighteen rebounds, eighteen three rebounds. Tyrese Halliburton, nineteen points, eight assists, and. The second night of a back-to-back, Pacers at home against Orlando. They win this one, 114-113. Nice comeback, there. Uh, Turner twenty points, eleven boards. Halliburton twenty-two points, fourteen assists, three boards, or, uh, three blocks. Uh, man, like
3: <laughs> they're the,
2: the Charlotte. So the I was I. If, if if you're a member of our Slack, um, you, you would see like the Charlotte game. I think it was the Charlotte game. We started off. Uh, or was it, sh- it was the Houston game? Yeah, we started Houston off game. terrible. Yeah. The Houston game. We, you know, I I, I got us. You know, put it in the chat. We had like two minutes left in the first quarter. We had six points. If <laughs> we come back and win this game, you know, like I, I don't know, most of the teams that I pacer teams that I've seen, that was it. You know, for 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 many years. So. Um just this uh just a good week of basketball. Um uh, <laughs> Colson <laughs> Colson, what do you take away from this? Like this is this is uh you know, Tankathon Tankathon uh we did some damage to our tankathon this this our tankathon rating this week.
0: We did and we kinda knew it was coming. I mean I think last week we talked about we were gonna play uh poor competition uh this week. Um a guy I work with uh, uh, was uh, very excited about Charlotte um, being competitive in the first half with the uh, with my Pacers, and uh, it was nice to um, win that one going away. The uh, Rockets game was brutal to watch. Uh, we were bad on all aspects of the game offensively defensively everything was awful and uh somehow uh pulled this one out and then the magic game yeah this is a game we probably should have lost uh but uh slightly more poised down the stretch it was an interesting week uh a week that um i think a tanking team would have gone 0 and three um i don't think we're a tanking team joey i'm sorry You don't have to apologize. <laughs> it would have been easy yeah, to go 0-3 this week if we'd wanted to do sure. it. For yeah.
3: No, it wouldn't. These teams are trash. I,
0: I don't know. The Rockets, you're right. It would have been hard to lose to the Rockets. They're we forward.
3: played terrible defense, and they still scored 91. <laughs> that,
0: that, was a, that was an awful game to watch. It was just disgusting. Yeah.
3: And, um, I mean, I, the, the sad part, I mean, you know, I—, I I I guess in in theory Charlotte's not supposed to be tanking, (laughs) but they've won. You know, as of this game, had won. There there were four and twelve. Yeah, Um, yeah, they bad, and Orlando just seems to be going back to the well to see if they can get some Wimbanyan out of it. Even though they they just have have Wagner
0: and yeah, and
3: just have the number two overall or the number Number one one overall.
0: Yeah. 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 Which um,
3: obviously worked out great, because they still suck. <laughs> right, Paulo I mean... was
2: out that game. What's that? Uh, uh, Paolo
1: did not play. Oh, Bantero, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And we still play, barely won, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think this week goes to show, like, sort of, you know, what we've learned in the NBA over the last few years. I mean, it's always kind of been true, but you're, n- no team is out of the game. Right. The way that the three-point shot has changed the way basketball is played, like a 20-point lead is not what a 20-point lead used to be, right? So the Pacers were able to erase that. And, I mean, they have guys, you know, we're young and, like you said, likable and energetic and naive to the point that, you know, facing a 20-point deficit doesn't discourage us from going out and playing good basketball, good hard basketball, right? Um that being said, I'm totally with you, Colson. this was <laughs> this was dangerously close, or uh, every one of these games was losable, you know what I mean? Um, you know, the Charlotte game was tight. Uh, all throughout the second half and then for some reason Charlotte just decided not to play in the last five minutes and so we just What do you mean for some reason? They know what they're doing <laughs> For the better for than the reason do. that we were supposed <laughs> to be doing. They <laughs> well, did. Okay, sure, sure, yeah. But the players on the floor don't typically just like right. Right, 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 stop right, sure. making baskets. And I mean Lamella Ball they got really uh dinged up Lamella yeah, got his hurt. ankle on a fan in the front row and that sort of changed the whole momentum mm. for them. Uh, my favorite moment from the, the Rockets game, I think it was the Rockets game, uh, Buddy Hield gets a rebound, there were many rebounds to be had in this game as we mentioned, but anyway he gets a rebound, starts to run up the floor and just runs right into uh, Miles Turner or something like that, some, some other pacer was right in front of him and he just like didn't see him and ran right into him, so lost the ball, then the Houston guy is right there, he picks it up, goes for the two handed slam, misses the slam. Uh, it was, it was amazing. It was a, a, an epic five seconds of basketball. <laughs> and then the, the, the Orlando game, uh, yeah, the Pacers just put, put together just enough down the stretch. I mean, yeah, like you said, Joey Halliburton was transcendent in that game. I mean, he was yeah, seeing things good. that, you know, normal human beings don't see and making great passes and making great step back clutch, you know, jumpers and, um, I mean, Orlando was right there and had a shot to win it at the end, and and you know, easily could have. They drew up a nice play, it just didn't go in. So, yeah, yeah, a totally no, I mean, fun team I, to watch.
0: And it, I mean, Halliburton is uh, the winner of the week, but I also uh, I, I want to call out Miles Turner. I mean, the guy, we're 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 throwing the ball to him in the post, and he's got post moves now. He's got a little bit of a baby hook. He's going into, he's choosing to 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 drive into three guys and still hitting it. Um, we're I, I i've not seen this many dunks from Miles Turner, um, in his career over the last the, the, what he's done versus in the last three games. Um, he looks like an absolute beast in the post and still hitting three pointers um i'm I, I I mean Halliburton is the story, of course. Mathern was the story in the previous couple weeks. Mathern's still been great. he put up twenty, I think in the last game. but I think that that uh miles Turner uh being comfortable and developing in the post is 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 what's leading us to wins this week.
1: I mean Turner is so far this season through ten games that he's played. Averaging career highs in points, rebounds, shooting percentage, three-point shooting percentage, and free throw percentage, and uh, free throw attempts, he's getting to the line six and a half times a game, what? which is what we asked for him. Basically, his double his previous high. Yeah, feels at, like
3: at more than
0: that. <laughs> yeah. He's been amazing. He's been everything he we've asked him Absolutely. to be for the last three or four years, essentially. You know, we gave him a lot of patience in the first two years. He was so good and kind of ahead of everything. And then his third year, he wasn't great, and we started trying to trade him. You know, Um, and uh, he's—I feel like he's kind of becoming the player we always wanted.
2: His dunks have been like authoritative too.
0: Angry,
1: angry bounce. He's going out and getting like tough rebounds in traffic. That's That's what to me that it's just like. Yeah. Where, two double doubles this, this week, and he's and it's he's like calling he's calling for
0: the ball in the post, and because Halliburton's his point guard, he's getting it and he's doing stuff with it.
1: I think he has six double doubles in his ten games, yeah. um, averaging nine rebounds a game, which is astronomical for him. And it should be noted, it's not that okay. he's getting more minutes; he's getting actually less right. minutes than he's got last the last two seasons. So. It's it's opportunity, right? I mean, now that Sabonis is not on the floor full time, he's clearly the big on the floor.
0: Yeah, but he's also been alone at other points in his career, and sure. it, it just feels like he's developed into something. He's figuring something out, and also maybe he has the right point guard.
3: It's also um, a contract or maybe it's a contract oh. year.
0: Yeah, contract year. Also, maybe the right coach. Like I, I, I did want to um, say something about Carlisle this week. Like you know I've, I. have I think I've been the hardest on him um, as an analyst being like, I'm not sure he's as good as everybody says he is. And, you know, our defense sucks and our offense (laughs) sucks. And is Carlisle really one of the coaches that matters? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. (laughs) but but uh i I, you know just watching this week he called all the right timeouts he you know it just seemed like the guys he got kicked out of the right games. yeah exactly (laughs) he was the guys were motivated at the right times The the right guys were getting the basketball at the right place and and i know part of that is halberton but i i really do believe that that's a, a lot of every time i start to feel like it's falling apart the right Move is made by the coaching staff. I really was impressed this week. So, uh, because these were very losable games, if we were trying to lose, we could have easily lost these. So,
1: yeah, what happened with that? Um, he got tossed out of the. It was the Houston game, right? It was. It was in the first half. Um, yeah,
2: I that one I think was more of the uh, the team had started off slow again, and they needed a, a kick in the butt, and mm-hmm. so he, you know, picked something. Mildly controversial to to you know show the team that he's got their back and you know he's going to go he'll be in the lounge if if you need him, so. <laughs> actually you can't get to him if you but yeah he he was tossed um yeah early um yeah I I, I you know I think he, you know you know if you heard me earlier this year I was like yeah Carlisle's great I think he's doing a good job was that a good impersonation of me. I mean. Yeah, you did agree. Yeah, it was, great. It was, okay. it was very impressive. I think I think he's been doing doing a great job with the team and, and um you know also you know also getting the guys you know all, all the guys burn um that, that we want, you know um get them playing time out there for, for the the folks that need uh you know to see some time on the floor to get those minutes. Um just quickly, um T J McConnell's numbers have been like he's been kind of like he's been there but like his numbers have been uh, you know low like everything's low um do you think he just doesn't fit into this new this like this this like fast team or or what do you guys feel like Jason what do you think that McConnell's like disappeared out there or do you feel like he's still just kind of playing his game
1: I know I think he's still doing McConnell things I think maybe his his minutes are a bit down I haven't looked at the actual numbers but um he is really not looking at the basket at all. So his I'm sure his scoring yeah. is way down. But he's still creating things for other guys. And I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but uh played some game and the other announcers were super mad because guys were going for ball fakes on TJ McConnell and, and the announcer was just like, He's not gonna shoot. What are you doing? And he was just <laughs> carving him up and like getting uh No, yeah, I I, I think TJ McConnell's. Fine. and he's yeah he's doing yeah good yeah no i i, I ask you that right? i think i think halliburton is just so good like he's getting yeah, tons yeah. of minutes so his yeah McConnell's well and also it's shrunk yeah yeah and also uh Neemhardt, right like i mean yeah. th- this
0: this kid our rookie is playing uh, he starts for us but he's playing a point guard role um he plays better defense um and he's also making really smart decisions um yeah. No, I think McConnell is perfect. I, I, I think he's great on this team. He's doing what he needs to do. He he bothers. He's pesky to the other team uh, on defense, and he makes the right pass on offense. Yeah, he's the coach's son. I think he's perfect at you know whatever 15, 20 minutes we're giving him. Um, his numbers might be down, but I think he still provides the same thing he provided last year. We just don't need him as much, maybe.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's down per 36 a bit, but I mean, the big thing is, yeah, he's down 30% in minutes because Halliburton's just too good to take off the floor. Right.
2: Right.
3: But you know, And they
2: keep trying to win.
3: <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think uh, have to give the coach and, you know, the other players as well who are the veterans for uh, credit for all the improvement that these young guys are making. Uh, obviously they feel comfortable out there and, look awfully good. So uh, it says that's certainly good on the coaching staff and, you know, guys like McConnell who take that kind of responsibility upon themselves to help these young kids along.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, uh, Harper, you, you talked about the, the D Smith uh, moment uh, with the, uh, him slipping on the water was, was based on him getting the interview after the game. in um, uh, this magic game, uh, it was, it was a career high. He had at least four three pointers. I think he had 17 points, something like that. Um, you know, we've talked about him being drafted as a as a shooter, and he's not been that because uh, he's just been bad at shooting. But um, you know, he clearly has the skill, and like that's, you know, if this if this develops, if this becomes a thing, um, I'm I'm guessing 60 wins for this team. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Neesmith five of eight in that game, but importantly four or four from the line. Canned a couple of clutch free throws to put that thing on ice for us. Right. Uh, before doing just enough on the defensive end to to keep the ball out of the net on Orlando's side. Um, yeah, I mean you've got to you remember could... too that we're doing all this without Duarte, right? At, right? at least ostensibly a starter for us. Uh just
1: uh Yeah, that's so. a good point. And that those two free throws you mentioned came after like a tremendous effort to get an offensive rebound, and then an even more tremendous effort to flail wildly uh, <laughs> in the in the midst of zero contact oh, right. to right. uh, get himself to the line. Very uh, impressive.
0: <laughs>
1: Veteran vet moves, right
3: there. That's yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You can't tell me T.J. McConnell's not putting his fingerprints on this team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But yeah, no, I've been impressed with his um, level of activity, yeah. sort of throughout the year. Yeah, he's like a worker. He's, he yeah, he gets after it every game in the minutes that he gets.
0: Um, so the guy that I'm supposed to be watching the most, uh, Isaiah Jackson, his numbers keep going down. His his uh, the minutes yeah. keep going down, um, mm-hmm. and it's it, partly because uh, Jalen Smith and uh, Miles Turner are playing so well. Um, but he's still very active. He's still getting lots of dunks. He's uh, you know, I thought he's been great. He just is not, um, you know, when you look at his numbers, you go, well, this isn't the future of the franchise, you know, sort of thing. But I think he's perfect for this team right now. Um, I, again, Neemhard, another guy who had a really nice week and then I think in the Magic game had zero points. It's like um, he just makes, he's making a lot of right decisions as a rookie um, and you go, well, you know, maybe he's not the future of the franchise, but he's perfect for this team right now. Like I, there's just a lot of guys that are filling their, their roles and it's been really fun. I think this means it's a cohesive locker room and I think it's a well-coached team. It's just, it's <sighs> yeah, Joey, Joey, <laughs> so you're in trouble, buddy. You're you're in trouble, Joe. If, if you want
2: uh, taking, this is not happening. So I guess we've entered the post-tank era. Yeah, it's fun while well, it last well, Fun while well, well, <laughs> Oh, okay,
0: okay. Also, one more uh, before we leave. Uh, Jalen Smith got 18 rebounds. We mentioned that. Um, there was a uh, – this is a, something I remember very specifically uh, as a Pacer fan from the early 90s. Uh, Dale Davis used to go in and give us 10 and 10 every night. I just remember he just did just what he did. That was his job, right? He was the starting power forward. He gave you 10 and 10. And there was a game in which he got 18 or 19 or 20 rebounds. It was the first time he'd ever done it. It was like six more rebounds than he'd ever had. And something changed for him. It was almost like the sky was the limit. And suddenly he wasn't just giving you seven to 10 rebounds anymore. He was giving you, you know, 10 to 16 or fourteen to eighteen, like there was there was a number that he didn't have as a head, and once he got it in his head, it changed. And I wonder if uh, this eighteen uh, rebounds by Jalen Smith will already um, put him in that uh, that headspace. I'm, I'm I'm rooting for that.
1: I mean, could yeah. be, but we're gonna have to play a lot more teams that shoot as poor as the Houston Rockets do. <laughs> God, that's, that game <laughs> they shot so They shot 33.7% from the floor that game. So. <laughs> that was a
0: miserable,
1: miserable game.
0: Is it because they play such good defense? Is that why it was so
1: bad? It's exactly what it is. Yeah, against okay. the number two offense in the league, you know? I mean, what? Uh, what does that mean? What do you mean? Th- oh, you mean because the Pacers play such good defense?
0: No, we're we're the number two offense in the league? What does that mean? Yeah, didn't, isn't that what Joey said?
2: Yeah, well, that was what uh, Clifford the Big Red Coach said about us. Oh yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah, that's you not
2: real. We wax them.
0: Oh I mean, no actually, no no we're no. One hundred and
3: sixteen no, a game.
0: We're we're number two in the East. We're number three in the league.
1: <laughs> okay, that was, I was I mean, way off.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I just think I think you know this is why we can't trust uh, uh, Clifford the Big Red Coach because he just throws out stuff as though they're true, and then you have to go check it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: It also depends on the metric, I guess, that you use, right? Anyhow, sure,
0: he's probably using a, a yeah better metric than I am.
1: Yeah, one that For we don't p- even have access to. Like yeah, somehow yeah. It coaches. It's, it's probably the one that's
2: on the uh, the paid version of uh, Basketball Reference, which we have no way to get to. Yeah, only mm-hmm.
3: Freemasons have access to that. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> oh, you should have told me. Let me get my card.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs>
2: Joe, you're not supposed we to admit it that it. on if they the. They give pie. you
3: a card. It's it, that's the fake Freemasons.
2: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, cut that out. If if, the, if uh, yeah, no, we're good. I'm fine, and I'm a stonemason. That's what it was.
1: Oh, okay, mm, right, stone cutter. Uh, stone so, cutter. <laughs> as easy as last week was competition-wise, this is the time of year where the tides turn, my friends, and we are getting ready to embark on what we discussed as the toughest part of the schedule. Coming up so this game this week four games uh, starting Monday hosting the Orlando Magic who are going to be very angry and uh, coming at us Wednesday hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves who are not nearly as good as they thought they would be uh, Friday uh, hosting the Kyrie full uh, Brooklyn Nets. It seems like he's come back. He's
0: back. He's back, baby. I think he's back tonight. <laughs> he, apl- then... he, he 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 apologized to the Jews. He's back, baby.
1: <laughs> sort of, and then and then he walked it back a little bit. You
3: know, <laughs>
0: Kyrie your ring apology.
1: Yeah. And then Sunday, uh, November twenty seventh, we start our seven game road swing playing the Los Angeles Clippers. That is a matinee game, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock West Coast time. I'm guessing baby races are going to be happening, so tune in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear Paul George uh, tweaked his ankle?
0: Mm-mm. He may not be available for that game, so we'll see.
3: He just always Twice. tweaks his ankle yeah. right before our games. Exactly, things. exactly. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he worried about getting uh, water on his head Mm -hmm. after the game, Mm -hmm. but in a a less fun way? (laughs) I don't know what that means. The less fun water? People like angrily chuck stuff out. Okay.
1: (laughs) So I'm I'm, him every game.
0: (laughs) game? (laughs) Mm. Um, That that didn't sound that scary to me. Honestly, Um, the way this team is playing, I'm I'm guessing uh, three in one week.
1: Ooh houses I'm not I think afraid. We're looking at a 500 week, personally. I'll take that one.
0: You going two and two?
2: Yep. I'm holding out hope here. I think we can turn this around. We can right this ship and uh, get winless. Mm. All
3: right. Well, that leaves me the sweep. Four and no. Tank time's over. Time to get to work. <laughs> That's
2: true. <laughs>
0: Now, um, I did get a, 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 a write-in from a fan of the show, Mike Morrow. He says, there's no reason that you guys have to um, all pick different numbers on your um, predictions. He, understood, he understands why we do it during... Um
3: oh, so ties are okay during the regular season?
0: Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah. No, just, that's just, not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he understood why we did it during, like, playoff stuff and all that stuff, but but he thinks during the regular season it doesn't matter. Um, I think he wants to do math and have us figure out who wins our predictions. That sounds like too much work, so... I'm, I'm, sounds
2: like he just signed up for something. <laughs> I, I'm so.
0: out, but if he wants to create a spreadsheet, then
2: it's all good. Yeah. Well... Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday uh, to talk about some some topics in in, uh, in depth. Um, and I I don't know. I th- I felt so com- so confident before the season started, before Tyrese Halliburton has unleashed his joy on this team. I was I was feeling good. <laughs> this joy is really uh, bringing you down. It, it's it's eating me up inside. Keeping me up at night. Ugh. Uh, you can find us on, if assuming it's still up, on Twitter.com. We are at Undebeatables. The, this site will live forever. Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website, com, is where you can find us on the internets with the contact form there and email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. Dot com and our website slash store is where you can find just a just a just a, a smidge of small, undebeatable T-shirts. For the
0: architect Danny Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach Bobby Seclander, turn out the lights; the party's over. Uh, so I got to listen to, I'm actually very excited about this. I I, I just learned this. Um, I, I can listen to um, the Indiana radio over uh, League Pass. And mm-hmm. I, I, I listened to that last night. And, man, is Mark Boyle still the best in the biz? He's got Eddie Gill mm-hmm. with him instead of Slick Leonard, so it's, you know, not as great. But, man, Mark Boyle is still at the top of his game. So, shout out. Shout out. shout out
3: indeed the best